COVID-19 numbers continue to rise. Lockheed Martin announces another major acquisition is Tattooed Chef, a buy, and stimulus has finally been passed. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And the market is lower today, selling off on news of a stimulus passed and the vaccine rollout going positive. Um, Well, unfortunately, we're getting a sell the news event today, but it's really not that bad. It seems to be just a minute sell off um, before possibly we go on the next leg up. We really don't know. The VIX is up though 27% today, so that is a major worry. Um, When we take a look at the major indexes, the Dow Jones is down 279 points, NASDAQ down 193 points, and the S&P 500 is down 59 points, as well as the Rust 2K down 24 points. Um, So, you know, the VIX is getting a major jump. All the while, the major indexes are down. That's quite normal. We want to see that. We want to see the VIX basically do just the opposite of what the markets do. Um, That means, you know, basically the VIX and the markets are acting in a healthy accordance um, because in essence, when you see a market sell off, you want to see the VIX go up. And then when you see the market go up, you want to see the VIX decline. Um, It's just kind of a natural pattern. And it tends to be that when the VIX um, index, when the CBO volatility index follows the market, um, a major crash follows. Um, that tends to be, you know, just a pattern we see throughout the market. So the movement we're seeing today is good. It's a healthy sell-off, um, and we kind of needed it after a huge few weeks of just constantly moving higher and higher. I expect that after today, we might see the rest of the week go green. Um, You know, people are buying today. A lot of people are buying. Uh, You know, Boeing was down 10 points at the open, and that thing is just getting snapped up. It's only down three points now. You know, Lululemon was down 10. It's getting snapped up big time as well. So we're seeing a lot of names that were down big at the open, and people are just buying them like crazy. So that is promising. But taking a look at the headline of the day, COVID-19. We got a new strain of COVID-19. Um, within the UK identified is much more contagious and that may be a reason as to why the markets are selling off today but you never really know um, with the markets it's always you know you're always looking back at why the market was down you know um, you can't say strictly that the market went down because of this you can't there is no um, science behind it where you can say okay it was this exact thing that caused the markets to go down typically what the media will do is they will ask the experts, why did the market go down? And they'll say, well, okay, today's red. Um, and they look for negative headlines and they like it. It probably went down because of this and this and this. Um, but, you know, they don't know for sure. But it seems that the market is going down on this news of a contagious variant um, of the COVID-19 uh virus identified in the uk um they are going on nearly full lockdown now back in the uk in many countries in europe um but it will be interesting to see how long that lasts here in the united states things seem to be going pretty well we have a vaccine we have two vaccines now rolling out moderna's vaccine and pfizer's um which is definitely positive on the downside uh total cases have now topped 17.85 million cases in the united states Deaths topping 317,000, and the seven-day average is accelerating. Um, And now the seven-day average of new cases added has reached 215,700 cases per day. Definitely not something that we want to see, and that could be a reason as to why the market is selling off today. Um, But I really just think it's a cool-off, and we are using um, a sell-the-news event as an excuse in this new UK strand.
Um, taking a look, so this stimulus deal that was passed yesterday um, is definitely positive. You know, Congress passed this $900 billion coronavirus stimulus package Sunday. Um, it includes $600 payments to most adults and then $600 per child um, to families. It also adds $300 in federal unemployment supplement and $284 billion into the Paycheck Protection Program and much more. But this is great. This is exactly what we needed um, to keep small businesses alive in this country, to keep most importantly, a lot of people, just workers um, within the workforce, you know, alive. I mean, it's the holiday season. We need to support these people in this time of need due to COVID-19. And I am happy to see that our government got its act together and finally passed something that will help and benefit the American people. Um, furthermore, we have some huge analyst calls um, today. You know, Dell has been named a top pick by City for the next year. Microsoft upgraded to a buy from neutral by city. I completely agree with that. Microsoft um, has kind of been down and out lately, which is odd. It really is quite odd to me. It's up 0.22% today, up 47 cents. It's been hovering, hovering right around you know 220, but not breaking above 220 and really accelerating. So I'm happy to see that Microsoft was upgraded to a buy. Walmart, a name that has been out of favor for what seems like forever, is finally getting an upgrade, um, and I am happy about that really am. Um, you take a look at Walmart. It's just been out of favor since a few weeks ago. I mean, a few months ago, Walmart was on fire and it's just been out of favor. I mean, it's down on this upgrade today. Currently sits at 145 off way off its highs at 152. Um, I think that you can buy a Walmart here. I think it's a solid buy and I think you pick some up. Furthermore, Etsy price target raised to 210 bucks a share Buy, of course, um, you know, a major firm on the street. I could locate the major firm, but I'm not going to. Anyway, Etsy price target raised to 210 bucks per share. I really do like that. I think that was a solid uh, call right there. Etsy has just been on fire this year, um, and it's kind of hard, you know, to really say, "Oh, this is the top. This is the top." It's one of those tech plays that just continues to roar higher. Um, and you know, Etsy is quite impressive. It's gone on this parabolic run. It, you know. All the way, just since I would say the beginning of last month, has just gone on a huge run from like 125 all the way up to 186. Um, it's down four points today on this price target upgrade. Um, I think if it pulls back a little more, picks them up, but it's a bit high for me right now. But I do agree with the price target upgrade. Um, I think Etsy is a strong company, and they're going to see a lot of growth in the future. I think it's an excellent platform uh, to you know sell your own crafted products, potentially start a business. Um, it's you know it's very relatable to like say a Shopify platform, but you know it's totally different at the same time. Um, so I do like the price target upgrade on the Etsy, and then the Tesla price target raised to seven hundred and fifteen bucks per share by Wedbush. I don't entirely agree with this one. I think Tesla is a little overdone. Um, Tesla's numbers are just insane. They don't even fit the company anymore. Um, and you know, I I read a thread a few days ago on Twitter from a, you know an analyst, and he was basically making the point that Tesla's valuation compared to their earnings right now is insane um insane numbers and i'm not hating on tesla in fact it's one of my holdings because you know the stock is so hot um we see in the stock market that the market in specific stocks often reject um common you know trading preferences for instance like uh, trading based on valuation um a lot of stocks can um, but don't. They eventually sell off. Tesla has just been just the opposite of that. It continues to ignore every basic stock market rule um, that traders have came up with. 
throughout many, many years of trading and fantastic traders. Um, and it seems, you know, Tesla just has the aura to it. Tesla has the brand. Um, and, you know, it, they have built something, it, almost a cult following that cannot be broken as of yet. And that's a reason why I'm in it. That's a reason why it's a smaller position, but it's in my portfolios um, because it's just a solid name. You know, I look at them compared to other other auto companies and they're not comparable. Tesla's way ahead um, technology-wise. Pretty on, on you know, a whole technology basis, they're way ahead. Their battery technology is way ahead. And that's part of the reason I like Tesla. But at the same time, the valuation here is insane. I mean, it's trading at a price to earnings ratio of roughly 1300 times that's insane that is insane and if you took it all the way up to 715 i bet that price to earnings would be like 1350 1400 so that that's some crazy numbers i'm not sure i completely agree um with that valuation um it's definitely a dangerous valuation in my opinion but i think um, Tesla can still move higher if the market goes back bullish, especially now that it's in the S&P 500. So it'll be interesting to see how it's included. Um, now, shifting away from the analyst calls, Lockheed Martin, I real quick, I want to touch on, um, they announced a major acquisition of Aerojet Rocketdyne today. Um, Aerojet Rocketdyne Holdings, they will purchase for $56 per share. Um, in total, the deal will be $4.6 billion after dividends and a total transaction value of $4.4 billion. Um, you know, in Aero, Aero, Aerojet Rocketdyne, um, revenues totaled $2 billion in 2019. So they're quite a big company. They have plenty of, you know, footprint here. I really do like um, this acquisition. I think it's going to improve and strengthen Boeing even more. In fact, um, management did note that the acquisition will preserve and strengthen Lockheed Martin's defense segment and reduce cost. Furthermore, Aerojet Rocketdyne was already a huge component of Lockheed's products. So they were already using this company an insane amount. Um, then they acquired the company. And I really, I think that's great because they're bringing this company in-house. Um, it's just going to make things, I think, a lot smoother um, and, you know, just help the revenue line. In fact, it's going to add $2 billion in revenues um, based on that 2019 number, just from 2019 alone. And I assume the company is growing here. So, you know, it has the potential to add quite a bit of revenue to um, Boeing's already stellar revenues. So that is a note I wanted to say, you know, I like that acquisition. If Lockheed Martin's down today, I think you pick it up. This stock deserves to be over. Yeah, it's at 350 bucks today. It's down five points. I think you pick up Lockheed Martin. I think this is ridiculous to sell off on Lockheed. 350. I mean, that is just crazy to me. This stock has gotten hammered for no reason. It deserves to be over 400. If you look at the numbers, it trades at a price to earnings of 15 times, 15 times, 14.99 times to be exact. That is ridiculous. You look at other companies and they are trading at PEs far greater than that. And they're not even close to as good as Lockheed Martin. You have to buy Lockheed Martin here. I might pick some up. That's ridiculous. Um, but furthermore, the markets continue to recover here. You know, the Dow Jones is now down 198 points. Um, that's really not bad. We were down 400 points in the morning. Well, more than that. We were down 500 points at open, I believe. And we're only down 196 now. NASDAQ's improving as well. So the markets are improving. It'll be interesting to see if we go bullish by the end of the day. But we have to talk about this one stock. And my, oh my, I dropped running with the money in the team. We dropped the breakdown on this name today. No, not today. Yesterday. Um, and it has just exploded. It has to be one of the most popular breakdowns we have ever done to date. 
Um, and it is Tattooed Chef. We wrote a breakdown on Tattooed Chef, and this stock people are just in love with. And today, you know, it is up 11%, which is jaw-dropping. I mean, just crazy. This stock, I would say, could double. I mean, based on the bullish action we're seeing out of it, absolutely insane. So we're going to go through this breakdown real quick. So taking a look, Tattooed Chef is an up-and-coming plant-based frozen foods company that is growing in popularity very quickly. Earlier this year, Tattooed Chef went public when, it, I believe you pronounced this, Atella International merged with Forum Merger 2. Um, shareholders voted in October and the rest of history. So Tattooed Chef did go public through a spec. Um, so this is excellent. Um, I like to see that some of these specs are actually being quite successful. And if you, quick note, if you are into specs, I think one of the best specs in the entire market, and I'm betting a lot on this spec, PSTH, PSTH. Pershing Square, Tontine Holdings, sponsored by Bill Ackman. I think it's the best spec in the market. I think it's the only one you can go with. It's the only spec I've ever gotten into. I think it's going to be a double in January of 2021. Anyway, moving away from that, already Tattooed Chef is innovating. Um, recently announcing new products to their lineup that serve as plant-based meats. So they're introducing plant-based meats um, into their lineup. I like that. Um, now, shifting into the numbers, Tattooed Chef has potential and the recent earnings reports definitely show it. Um, Tattooed Chef reported a Q3 EPS of $0.08 cents, along with revenues of $41 million this quarter. Um, well, Q3 representing a 65% increase in revenues, which I like to see. Furthermore, the company reported that Tattooed Chef branded product revenues came in at a record $22.6 million, representing a 288% increase. So they're definitely seeing an increase in sales. They're definitely seeing an increase in revenues. And I like to see this strong growth um, on, you know, just across the board. Now, furthermore, as for net loss, Tattooed Chef did, uh, did report a net loss of $3.3 million, much larger than the Q3 2019 net loss of $1.8 million. Although, management did note that this was due to a $4.6 million non-recurring transaction uh, fee or cost, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, non-recurring cost got them this time due to that merger um, that took them public. So, you know, this quarter is going to look like it was bad, but really it was not. They just had a lot of costs that won't recur due to the merger and going public and all that um, deal gibberish. Either way, shifting in the EBDA, Tattooed Chef reported an adjusted EBDA of $1.5 million. Once again, that represents 3.6% of revenues and it is down compared to 2019 um, due to those non-recurring costs. On the downside, gross profit declined $3.8 million and gross margin also fell lower than 9.2%. Um, but both declines were related to a $1.4 million program that led to brand exposure in 450 stores across the United States throughout eight weeks during FY 2020. So, in essence, um, they ran a marketing campaign um, in 450 stores, and it was successful. Obviously, you can see that their sales um, definitely improved. Um, so that's good. I think giving up, you know, definitely some gross margin, gross profit to get this large of exposure is definitely a good trade-off here, and I, I really don't take that as a negative. Um, as for a final note for the third quarter, operating expenses more than doubled the $7.2 million. That's once again due to that large $4.6 million in expenses um, from the merger. And those are non-recurring costs. So we're not going to see this again. So likely the next quarter is going to look fantastic compared to this one um, simply because of that $4.6 million expense. 
Um, you know, and then if you take a look at the first nine months of 2020, we see that Tattooed Chef has reported $108.9 million in revenues, and that's 87% growth in revenues, along with net income of $0.9 million. Um, they added $0.9 million to the net income, so that brings it to $3.9 million throughout the first nine months of 2020. So, you know, solid growth um, on a revenue basis, a net income basis out of Tattooed Chef. And if you are rounding out the first nine months of 2020, EBDA, adjusted EBDA improved to $10.6 million. Um, that's now representing 9.7% of net revenues throughout the first nine months of the year. So really the numbers are excellent. Um, solid growth out of Tattooed Chef. I think they could definitely see improvement. Of course, a company this new and this small always can see improvement. But I like the promising growth. And if they can compete with um, you know, other players in the space, such as Beyond Meat, I think that this company and this stock can become an absolute powerhouse. I mean, taking a look on the year, it's up 137%. Now, it is a SPAC, so that makes sense. But at the same time, um, this thing is still extremely bullish after a major pullback down down to lows just a last month. Um, so this thing, I definitely think, has much upside room. I think it has a lot of potential in the long term. Um, now, taking a quote out of the report, management noted that, quote, we expect to continue to drive top line growth based on the ongoing success with our key club customers, expansion in new and existing retail customers, and our direct-to-customer e-commerce site, CEO Sam Galetti said. Um, so I do like the fact that management expects um, large growth on the top line in the coming years, and that's exactly what a lot of the investors are thinking right now, and I think that's why you see the stock up 10% on a red market day. Furthermore, digging into the balance sheet, you know, they have $1.8 million in debt. They have $58 million in liabilities. They, on the flip side, have $66 million in assets and $3.1 million in cash. So the balance sheet could see improvement, but so far I like it. I'd like to see a little more difference between the liabilities and assets, but overall, solid balance sheet there. Um, taking a look at valuation, the valuation isn't terrible. Um, two points ago, because this breakdown was written two points ago, the price to book ratio was three times. So, you know, they're probably trading at like 3.54 times right now, um, given that they're up 11%, maybe a little more. I still don't think that valuation is terrible. I think that Tattoo Chef has a lot of upside potential. And once again, I think you can, with a company this small, with a company this new, with this much potential, I think you can um, put valuation um you know, value the valuation when you're trying to make your decision a little lower because the upside potential and the potential in the long term is much greater um, than what you think. Um, furthermore, when it comes to management, Tattooed Chef's leadership has done quite well and could see, but could see improvement in the coming years. You know, a return on equity of negative 4.9%, a return on assets of negative 3.98%, and a return on invested capital of negative 4.08%. So they can reinvest um, their profits quite well. And we're seeing that, you know, they're reinvesting the profits they're making into the company. Um, and I like that. I do like that. Um, but I would like to see some improvement out of Tattooed Chef's management in the coming years. But so far, so good. Um, now, analysts, they're quite even on this. They're not really given a direction. You know, the low price target is 18, the high price target is 26, and the mean is 22. It's kind of right where the stock is sitting right now. I think that Tattoo Chef breaks through these and the, 
you know, I think the analysts are forced to upgrade. Um, on the flip side, the big money is not really involved with only 7.45% of tattooed chef being owned by institutions. Top holders include UMB Capital, Falcon, Edge Capital, and Citadel Advisors. Um, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt, however you want to take that. Um, you know, normally, you know, higher institutional holdings um, give somewhat of a bullish signal, but it doesn't at the same time because a lot of institutions are in just because they need to hold those names. You know, you see it with Tesla being included institutions. If, say, they're in S&P 500 ETF, they need to resort that ETF so they can get Tesla in so it's properly weighted. Um, so often, a lot of the institutional holdings are just due to ETF um, holdings and weightings um, and or hedge fund weightings, whatever you want to call it. But when you compare that to, you know, a name like this, they're not going to hold Tattooed Chef in an ETF quite yet because, um, you know, it just simply isn't there yet. It's a definitely a speculative play and a long-term and short-term basis. So the institutional holdings is low, but that's not necessarily a bearish sign. Um, if, you know, you just got to, you can't base your investing decision based on one thing. You can't. Um, that's not how investing works. The way, you know, for instance, the way I make my decisions when investing in something is I look at all the fundamentals. I look at the analyst consensus on top of the fundamentals, and then I looked at the institutional holdings, and then I look at the technicals. I look at everything. I look at fundamentals and technicals to make a broad decision. And then on top of those two things, I look at the sentiment of the stock and what investors are thinking about the stock to give me an overall decision on whether it's a good investment or a bad investment. Um, and right now, overall, Tattooed Chef gives me a positive feel, and I believe it is a good investment. Um, now, the technicals, it is a bit overbought now. Um, it's approaching that overbought zone, but I think it can continue to move higher because if you look at a if you look at a lot of technical patterns, once stocks cross into that overbought zone, you see a really big move. Um, and a lot of huge moves happen in the overbought zones. So I'm not really, you know, this, I'm not fearful of this because I think Tattoo Jeff is going to retest its highs of 28 bucks a share. It's currently at 24. That's four points. That's plenty of upside on a, on a, you know, a $20 stock, um, a $24 stock. So not bad. And then finally, um, rounding it out, my, in conclusion, you know, I think that with the large amount of products that are expected to be released out of the company in the coming years and the solid revenue growth year over year and the expanding market, because this market of healthy vegan, um, plant-based foods that represent, or basically I would say replace, um, meat, are, it's definitely a growing market, um, and I do believe that this name is going to do well in the long run. And I think it has the brand name um, compared to something like Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat really isn't in the spaces that Tattooed Chef is in. I think Tattooed Chef has found a niche um, market within a market that is growing. So I do like the outlook for Tattooed Chef. But that's just my opinion um, on the name. You can check out this breakdown at runningwiththemoney.com. We're also dropping breakdowns every single day at runningwiththemoney.com as well as we give our top picks. So go check it out on our website. Either way, um, that's pretty much the whole show. I'm going to run through a few names I'm watching today. I'm going to give you some of my holdings. So currently right now, I'm holding um, in one of my portfolios. I'll go on one of my portfolios because I manage three. Um, I'm holding Lululemon, Salesforce, Boeing, and Pershing Square, Tone 9 Holdings. Here's why. Pershing Square is a majority weight in that portfolio. 
Um, and I believe that Pershing Square is going to be a double. I think the stock is going to double on announcement. It's Bill Ackman spec. I like it. Um, and I think it's a solid long-term pick. Um, it's the largest spec, the most investor-friendly spec. And I think you guys ought to check it out. PSTH, do all the research on it. If you're a risk on investor, if you like that risk, if you like that speculative play, I think you will like PSTH. Furthermore, Boeing, I think, is an excellent reopening play. Um, I got in a little early on this name. It's pulled back a little more than what I wanted it to. But I think it, within the next few weeks, I think it's going to do quite well again. Um, Salesforce is simply too undervalued. 226 bucks a share. Are you kidding me? Um, those earnings that they announced, um, along with that Slack acquisition, were ridiculously good. It was a huge beat. And I like Salesforce. It's down 86 cents. You buy it here. Lululemon, down three. So last week, it went up 22 points in a day, um, and then on Friday, it declined 11 points, and then it's down three today. I think you buy Lululemon. Um, I think this stock is going to 400 within a few weeks here. And then, you know, that's overall my opinion on those holdings. I'm digging into some other names that I think you should be watching. We're going to check out the watch list. There are just so many names um, that I am liking. I really do like, I think Ford under nine is a solid long-term play. Um, General Electric, I think is a solid reopening play. Marvell Technologies, my goodness, the ultimate 5G play. If you want to play 5G, don't go buy Apple, buy Marvell Technologies. But if you don't hold Apple, buy it because that's an excellent name as well. AMD, um, McCormick, Starbucks, all great names. Wait on Starbucks to come down. 101 bucks per share for Starbucks right now is too much. Um, AMD though at 92, I like it. That stock's eventually going to break up to um, 100 plus at some point. I do not know when, but it's going to. I was in it um, and it didn't break out for me, but I think it will. UPS is a solid name. Um, we saw those FedEx results. Those FedEx results were good. Um, and the volumes coming out of the shipping companies is excellent. Buy UPS here, down two points at 173. Take two is a bit high for me, 199. Wow, um, that is huge. Off of we made a call on that a few months ago. I'd say probably four weeks ago now, four or five weeks ago, and at 160. And this stock's now at 199. So you know, excellent call out of there. I'm proud of myself on that one. Microsoft, excellent name. We already talked about it. Buy it. Costco down four points today ridiculous. Costco's a monster, and I like the expansion in the China a lot. I think they're going to be very successful in China. Um, you know, overall, just great. Google is one I am eyeing. It has just gotten hit because of those lawsuits. I think those are ridiculous, and compared to other FANG names, it's quite undervalued. Um, and then Amazon, down seven points today. It's been hovering around that 3,200 mark, just under 3,200 by Amazon. My goodness, this company is going to be a monster. It's already a monster. Um, and it's just continuing to grow by Amazon. Excellent name. And you know, that is the show. Thank you all for listening. Um, I will see you on Wednesday with another episode of the Running With The Money podcast. Remember, we drop an episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This Friday is Christmas, so we won't be dropping an episode, but we'll resume the normal schedule next week. Um, thank you all for listening once again. Follow me and my team at Running With The Money on Instagram and Facebook, or follow me on Twitter at Luke Donay, where I drop literally everything um, right away as it is created. Also, check out runningwiththemoney.shop for some awesome trading gear um, and some awesome just clothing um, based on the stock market investors and traders. Um, definitely give it a look and check it out. Also, we're running a big discount, so check it out, please. Um, but thank you all for listening today. I will see you on the next episode, Eat, Sleep, Profit, Trade On, and I will see you Wednesday. <laughs>